0: This is blonde haired girl. <clears throat> it's the middle of the night, and I've woken up with something that I would like to talk about on my mind. And that is the topic of fear. It is it is really the killer of all dreams. <laughs> It's the killer of all dreams. It's the killer. It's a joy kill. It is a. It is. A massive. um, Problem. For our progress. As a species. And individually. Fear of, of all things. Fear of. Death. Fear of. Unlovability, fear of homelessness, um, ugliness. I mean, <laughs> fear of rejection, fear, you know, and, and if you can get somebody to be afraid, you definitely can you know, there is this implication that you can control them. You can control their actions. You can control what they do through fear. And I, I really believe that so much of what we do is unconscious. I don't think we make, we are, we are cognizant unless we are really cognizant. You know, because I'm I'm analyzing things all the time, like my thoughts, my beliefs, my, you know, what is this really about? So I am a very introspective person. I've sort of learned to be this way more and more and more so. But... It's, it it sort of goes along the lines of everything. It goes along the lines of like religion, um, politics, um, economics, relationships. I mean, <laughs> you know, if we if you can make someone afraid, like you can control them, or is there is this illusion of control, and then a. A person it becomes very dangerous when they are not afraid they're they're a very very dangerous person when they're not afraid you know and and there are some people who do kind of to one degree or not go through life fearlessly. I think that there's very few but there are there are some (laughs) I feel like a lot of times I'm not afraid but I I can feel it come up you know I definitely have my um some of my I have a few blocks to my to my joy that I that rear that come up sometimes (laughs) And uh, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm afraid right now. You know, and it's so interesting to watch. You know, sitting there, hmm, what is that? Oh, I'm afraid. Oh wow, okay. And it's a, it is not a good feeling. Being afraid is not a really good feeling at all. Being afraid of loss, being afraid of homelessness. you know, uh, to be homeless, like the fear of being homeless, like is, is a legitimate, you know, like something that does not feel good. Um, but I'm, I'm thinking about, okay, so I've been talking about this, or I'm not sure how much I've been talking about it, but like this marriage in especially the United States, and it may be in other places in the world as well, but this marriage between politics and religion in the United States, like what has ended up happening is, is that you have a number of people who believe that they are correct. And here's another aspect of Christianity, and that is, it is a a a religion that is based on fear. It, there's a lot of fear in Christianity and fear of eternal damnation. The fear of eternal damnation that you are going to be in hell for eternity. I mean, can you think of anything more, something that would bring up fear more so than that? The fear of, you know, of eternal damnation. So um, so there's a lot of people who are, you know, are driven to Christianity based on fear. So they're they're in this church because they're they're afraid of the wrath of God of of and so they so they hold on to the tenets that are being taught by the church. And the church itself or the members of you know, the leadership of the church is holding on to certain tenets they've pulled out some interpretations of different tenets, in order to control their members. But they're not really controlling their members through love. They're controlling their members through fear or a number of them. But I mean, if you look at how it's, it's set up and you look, it it is more so with fear because when you have a, a Christian come and proselytized you and try to, um, bring you into their, you know, belief system, they, there's fear, you know, it's like you're eternally damned. Like I had done a YouTube and incidentally I lost a subscriber and it could have been just some kind of coincidence, but I don't think so. When I had talked about this flyer that was left on my front porch, somebody had left a flyer on my front porch that said, Are you good enough to go to heaven? And I and I and I just emphatically am against that concept. I do not believe that it is based on anything that we do, it's based on God and the qualities of God and the goodness of God. That we are even have the air that we breathe like we have this it's like this really really weird thing like we have this um this this belief that we are somehow in control when when we really are not in control of of really anything per se However, we we are creating our reality based on our beliefs. It really is quite chaotic to go down these rabbit holes and and try to figure this stuff out because it's so weird. It's just so weird. Um, (laughs) But in our current situation where... You know, I'm I'm hearing on my on my TikTok feed, so sorry, but I do get information from my TikToks that there is likely to be another sh- shutdown, another quarantine in the United States in the next few weeks. And maybe starting on Monday. and especially in certain states, like I've been hearing that, you know, I guess that Great Britain and then um Italy is on lockdown, um, you know, and and they're not allowed to leave. They can't leave their house except to go get groceries. That's it. And they have to stay close to home and they, they're forbidden from having, um, getting together and, (laughs) and just sort of the citizens arrest if you don't. Follow these mandates, and because they're trying to, you know, eradicate this supposed virus. I'm not really sure what it is. Um, I I don't know what it is. I and I'm reserving any kind of of judgment about it because I don't know, but I do know that a lot of it is predicated on fear. And in this particular case, fear of death, people just really not wanting to die, which is really kind of an interesting concept because (laughs) it's like, you don't really want to die, but then there's also this like internal, like to some degree or not, the death wish. You know, but then like when it co- really comes down to it, it's like we don't really want to die. I'm, I'm using this as, as a generality, not specific. But like what I've noticed is, is that a number of us at certain times in our life sort of just, you know, it's like really not wanting to be here anymore on this planet you know like like the and then going back to the christian religion the christian religion would would tell you that you your your life is really in heaven it's not here you know like billy graham when he passed this is i'm just visiting here you know my my end game is heaven And so then I would say, what is this all about? And then people would say, oh, it's just a testing ground. We're just here to be tested. You know, it's just, and I, I don't believe that anymore. I actually don't believe that anymore. Um, I think it's about existence. And I, when I look around, I don't see any, anything about this existence that is like i just think this is a wonderful place i mean this planet is just so amazing the sky the stars the sun the earth the animals plants oceans i mean i think that it is stunningly beautiful here and so i'm i'm fairly happy i i i was lucky enough to be born into some pretty nice, a pretty nice space suit. And I am, I have got a pretty good thing going here. And so I'm really not in any hurry to not be here. But, and it's sort of like, in like when people say, you know, Oh, he's gone to be with the Lord. I'm like, he's been with the Lord. There is no separation. There's never a time where we're not with the Lord. If this is the Lord's creation and everything is the Lord's creation, there is no separation between us and the Lord. So it wasn't like he wasn't with the Lord before and now he's with the Lord. It's not like that. We are always with the Lord. And so and so I'm so I'm not really in any hurry to either stay or leave. It's like I don't I don't really want to leave but I but if I were to pass away at any given moment it would totally be okay. So and I don't have any kind of death wish. But like you think about this this coronavirus and the the control of people in this way and this fear of death and this need to wear a mask as their only protection from this deadly virus and them talking about these surgeons, but are there really more people who are getting... This virus, or testing positive, or dying from it, or and I just I'm just gonna say, I don't know, I don't know what's going on. I'm not gonna try to pretend like I do, but I do know that people's behavior right now is really predicated on fear, like. I'm laughing because I noticed that there was like, once again, this like lack of toilet paper, which I don't understand. I don't understand why the toilet paper is like the fear of running out of toilet paper. And then I noticed that the price of toilet paper was just outrageous I was like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe how expensive this toilet paper is. Not that I don't, you know, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to just, when I see toilet paper, I'm just going to buy it, you know, periodically I'm going to buy it and I'm not going to go crazy about this thing. Because, and the reason why is because I believe in the goodness of God. I believe in the goodness of God. And it's not that I act recklessly or I, or I go out to test it or, but I just believe, I believe when Jesus said, when I ask, it is given. I may not always see it. It may not always be in my physicality right in that second. But when I ask, it is given. And I'm believing in that concept more than I believe have ever believed in it recently and and also what is getting stronger in me is even this you know It that nothing actually really matters very much it's like None of it really matters very much, you know, sort of like, it's all going to be okay. It's all going to be okay. I don't really know how it's going to be okay, but I just know it's going to be okay. Because I believe in the love and grace and goodness of God. I don't accept the idea of a God that sends people to eternal damnation. I don't believe in that. I don't believe in that God. That was the first thing that I had to give up. And I'm going to tell you, this is what happened for me. I I think it was um my one of my children had been born. I was in my early 30s. So I was probably between 30 and 32 years old and I I had this really weird thing go down. And it was it was this this um now his name is like really I can't believe I forgot his name. His last name is Shepherd. Matthew Shepard, I believe is his name. I could be wrong, but it was this, this college student in, I think, Laramie, Wyoming. It could be Wyoming. And he's this college student, and he's gay. And these boys decide i guess he's at a bar and these boys decide to to take off with him and they beat him they beat him and left him somehow i don't know tied somehow on a fence they beat him so badly that he died from his 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 this event And, and I, and I just, I, I just really felt for his parents. I was really upset for his parents, like, and I guess I sort of identified with this somehow, like sending your child off to this college in Wyoming. Like, it's like, you don't really like think like something that your child is going to be beaten to death at college, like. I mean, would you ever think of that? Would that ever come into your, like, especially like a, and I'm sorry, this sounds really awful, but like, especially a, a boy, like, I mean, sometimes you think about girls, I mean, we're a little bit more protective because it's, I mean, rape on campuses is just rampant, but, um, I mean, I, it, it happens more than we want to talk about, but, but your son, and I was just, so I was like kind of talking to God about this. I was like, and then then what came to mind for me was like, well, God didn't even spare his own son, right? God didn't spare his own son. He actually, he actually, and, you know, had the expectation that his child was going to and had to die for the sins of the world so i either believed in the god of the bible that would not spare his own son that required the death the the, the torture and death of his own child for to appease him And that was when I just, I just gave it all up. I, I knew that that was just not true about God. And I, I'm fully aware that what I'm saying right now is complete heresy. I mean, it's complete heresy. This is the reason why I'm sort of like this closet believer in Jesus because I believe in the teachings of jesus, but i I'm not a Christian. I don't believe in the tenets of the church <clears throat> and so and there's there's many parts of the Bible that I think are are actually beautiful, but a lot of it. A good percentage of it, I think, is to elicit fear in people so that they will behave a certain way. Because we want a certain type of society. We don't want a society of people acting on their basic instincts because the belief is that people are inherently bad. I mean, the church teaches that. You're born in sin, and so you have to be baptized in order to be reconciled to God. And it's not even just in this life. It's in the next life too. And in the next life, you are going to burn in hell if you don't believe in these tenets. And so this is, is the beginning of, of fear, and so, what I found was is that in order for me to to embark on any kind of of real spiritual death, I had to give up fear. I had to give up fear of hell. I had to give up fear of rejection. Fear, just I had to give up fear. And that's not to say that I don't have fears because of course I do, you know, I, you know, I, I have moments where, you know, I am, I get scared for periods of time and now I, I'm like looking at it and now I just face it and I'm just like, okay, well, I see you, you're here. Um, if you can think, if you, if you, if we really think about it, like some fear is like healthy in the sense that, that you, you, you know, um, you know, so say you look at some berry you don't know what it is. And so you don't eat it and die from, from poisoning, you know, like, like some fear is, is is keeping us actually alive. Like the knowledge that that, you know, if I, if I try to pick up that rattlesnake, it could bite me and that would really hurt. You know, I mean, there's like a lot of uh, like things that happen in our daily life that, that we've learned that that's something we don't want to do. You know, like yesterday I was, I was cooking and I, accidentally put my hand I burn myself a lot on accident that's what I'm trying to say I've burned myself quite a few times um on accident on curling irons and (laughs) on food I mean I don't know why but I just have this propensity for accidentally burning myself um and so so like (laughs) there's this curling iron that I've burned myself on several times and I have a mitt, so I have to wear a mitt when I'm curling my hair with it, this this anti-burn mitt. And it was so funny. The other day I accidentally went and one of my hands did not have, have the mitt on and I, I burned it a little bit. So then I ended up putting a, <laughs> these mitts on both my hands. <laughs> it was so funny. So, so... I, I talk about enlightenment a lot because I guess that I would say that I'm, I'm, that is my interest. My interest is in ultimately enlightenment. Um, and, and so in order for me to, or, or to have any like of the truth, okay. So getting back to this concept of the truth, it is, it is like this really, really, really strange thing that I started to notice that two things could be seemingly true at the same time and, and could be incongruent and somehow be, there's an element of truth to it. Like my my one of my pop my recent podcast where I was talking about David Hawkins and him saying that it doesn't matter what movie we're watching it's just the act of going to the movies but it was a context he was he was he was sharing a concept and so it it was actually a true statement for the actual concept that he was trying to teach but But I came at it with a different angle, which was actually also true, that it actually does matter what movie is playing. If I'm sitting there watching Silence of the Lambs, or I'm sitting there watching Frozen, (laughs) I'm having a totally different experience in my body, in my psyche, what I'm, what I'm bringing into my thoughts. Um, and so, and I'm trying to figure out exactly where I, where I wanted to go with this because it went along with this fear that somehow, that life itself is we were given freedom. It was like we were gifted with life and we were given freedom by the Creator, that which created us, the source of everything that is. The source, the creation, and the created, it's all one. As being one, as being... So, while we are not God, we are all aspects of God. It's sort of like there's this fire and we're like this ember. Yes, given the fact that we are just this minuscule of the whole, which is seemingly gigantic... that would all be in perspective too, right? We'd be completely in perspective because we could be just this teensy, teensy, teensy little thing. (laughs) We think we're so, you know, I think I'm five foot four inches tall, but like, what does that mean in a different context? It's just kind of silly when you think about it, but it can be crazy making, but it's like there is this, this, that God gave us life and we are free to live it and if there were controls the way that the Christian the way the churches have tried to 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 depict it then then it would it would be a totally different nature of god it would it would not be predicated on love like you it's sort of like you you cannot love something and <laughs> okay so i have to word this very carefully because i believe that we can love things but but in loving something there is freedom in it there is freedom for this person to to be free and not captive in that love and so there is this freedom that god has given us and so it's not that i believe that we are controlled However, we also have this illusion of control over our, over our lives, like stick with me. I'm, I'm trying to get these thoughts out and I'm, it's just so, so try to stick with me as I try to move through this, this, this concept, like. Because, and the reason why I say this is that we are dependent on the very oxygen that we breathe being readily present for our survival. Where does that oxygen come from? It's like we are dependent on food that we eat. We're ultimately dependent on the love of the people around us for our survival. Because we wouldn't, we wouldn't survive without necessarily, I mean, we could scavenge, but like there's so much around us that, that, you know, like just the farmer that creates the food that, that grows the food for us to eat. You know, and and each other, like our mother. Or de- we had this dependency on our mother to birth us. And and as a mother, and then I'm going to go back to it, like 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 God, like creation, like the way that it is. It's it's it, there is this like effortless ness to it as well that is just so. It's so, like, gentle in a way, and so like, it's like you've got like this gentleness of the baby floating around in this womb. But then you've also got like, like the strength and the, the sheer potency of a lightning bolt. So it's sort of like, or you've got like this little like gust of wind as opposed to like a tornado, like the power, the power of, you know, what it took for the formation of the earth itself. But then like a plant and you like put a seed in the ground and it takes Period of time for it to grow. It is just nuts when you think about it. But all of it, all of it is God. And so, what I would say is is that in every given moment, we are offered a choice. Am I going to be, am I going to choose fear? Or am I going to choose the trust in the goodness of God? And the love of God? Knowing that I am never separate from God. So if I get the coronavirus and I pass out of my body, I'm going to be okay. If I don't get the coronavirus, I'm going to be okay. If I get the coronavirus and I survive, I'm going to be okay. Somehow it's all going to be okay. And so getting, so really the biggest jump in my own, in my own understanding was the giving up of fear that either God was this God that is angry and, and smiteful and jealous has human attributes, our God is completely beyond all of that and is love itself, which would always be sustaining and nurturing. and so that as the beginning of truth of some kind of understanding of truth because sometimes we can't see the truth because of fear Sometimes we can't see the truth because of fear. We can't see the truth because we like to be right. We would rather be right than to even know the truth. That, that rightness... I'm on the right side of God. I'm saved... And it becomes some kind of like, honestly, a spiritual pride instead of a real love of God. These are just thoughts that I'm having. I so appreciate you listening to my content. I hope that this makes sense, any kind of sense. (laughs) I have this silly little saying, it's as clear as mud. (laughs) I will be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap.